Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Once again, sorry, once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal, delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. Get to heapsnormal.com, chuck in duty-free at checkout and bloody score yourself free shipping around Oz. Oh, mate, could use one at the moment. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, good on them. We'll talk about it in a sec. Melbourne Comedy Festival's coming up. To all the comedians that listen to this, get in the Heaps Normal, save yourself some trouble. Three weeks in when you're shitting out your liver. Heapsnormal.com, duty-free at checkout. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Midair madness, passengers trading blows. Midair brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf Coast. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. So many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the, <laughs> the this crash is talking to me? I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Midflight Brawl. Any tip rack can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? Mate, I think a little bit better than you. Yes. You looking are you looking a bit fucking dusted up or something? You're getting a scrap. Oh I'm just I'm over at Cam's place. We're just um shooting a uh episode of Bottle Air where we just end up bashing each other. So yeah, it's, oh, great. it's paint. It's kids' paint that I found around his house. Got a couple of black eyes. Got a fat lip. <laughs> All right, so I was very wrong. amateur amateurish makeup. Mate, well it fucking it's fooled me. Yeah, you went far I thought, off. I thought you'd been in a chon. I have moved into Cam's place for a few days because I came home from Adelaide slash Golden Coast. My family has COVID. Oh, man. So I went around there. They chucked the dog out the window. Here I am. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> just running around doing their shopping and stuff and staying at Cam's place for a couple of days. Isn't it great as well? We couldn't be more on the hunt for COVID. We're just in packed bars and pubs and tiny little backstage rooms and hopping yeah. on planes and going from Fringe Festival to the Gold Coast, lowest vaccination rate in Australia. Couldn't ask for it more. Yeah, off to Canberra this weekend. I'm hoping not to miss that because uh, always good shows. They are sitting there having a good time. I'm out doing their shopping. Oh, yeah. Oh, mate, I'm sure they're having a blast stuck inside mm. in sunny Sydney. Oh, yeah. What a fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> on the plus side, though, everyone will be happy to know that uh, – the greatest airport in the world, Shannon, yep. has just right, just last week relaxed its laws on lotions, cosmetics, gels and creams, etc. whatever size you want, as if Shannon types have any liquid on them except for a hip flask. <laughs> it's uh, straight on the plane, whatever you want. Pretty good. <laughs> so we're just going to see L'Oreal moisturiser fucking pump bottles filled with whiskey. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to take a lid off, just a few cheeky squirts in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. Hand sanitizer. <laughs> Cup your hands. Get some of that. It is, that's probably Conor McGregor's whiskey is a fucking hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that you'd know the difference in taste, to be honest. <laughs> oh, well, bloody good on Shannon. Uh, we've received a couple of ripper messages this week from at uh, Midflight Brawl on Instagram. One, uh, Giorgio, who was the first bloke to buy the merch. He bought an Air Jaden and a, and a Larrikin Island shirt off me when I did that gig at the brewery the other month. Yeah. A literal out of the out of the fucking boot of the car sale. Nice. As if I'm hocking stereos on the side of a highway that have fallen <laughs> off a Harvey Norman truck. He just sent me a message. You'll love this, Heggy. His mum is on Gogglebox. Yeah. Right? And he said, mum, has, mum taxed the Air Jaden shirt and started listening to the pod. Managed to get it on TV during Gogglebox. Box, not sure when it'll air, but there's an Air Jaden shirt. We've done it. Oh, nice. Wrong goggle box, mate. We've made it to, to people watching people watching television. 
What a world. What a time to be alive. Good on him. <laughs> we did it. And you brought up, um, we were talking last week about the the uh, the tip rats we came across in the sauna. Or is that on this episode? This nah, week, live from Adelaide. a few eps ago, I think. I can't no, remember. But, a few well, oh, of yeah. course, it yeah. must have been a few eps ago because we got a message about it. Mm. Uh, Gordon sent me a message saying, about 15 years ago, lived in the same street in Adelaide as Miss Nude Australia. She lived with her partner. He was a tradie, nice fella. Street was full of families with young kids, regularly get-together barbecues, blah, blah, blah. Um, but they were the only house not invited. Our wives wouldn't let us. <laughs> One day she split up and left him. She drove up our street with him on the bonnet of her convertible Peugeot. What? <laughs> After she broke it, did she tie him to the bonnet or something? No, no, no. I think he was begging for her to take him back. Oh, right, gotcha. Yeah. That is grim. It ended it with a makes you think, doesn't it? In fact, it sure does. That is zero dignity, jumping on the car of the woman who's just broken up with you while she's driving away. <laughs> Have some respect. Wave them off. Sing na, 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 na. <laughs> <laughs> to the punters out there who uh, seem to think they want to get their names mentioned on this, you might want to take care. The last couple of weeks, bad things happen to the people whose names get mentioned on this podcast. Oh, no. And... Uh, there's been another gone too soon. Razor Raymond. Razor Ramon. Scotty please. Hall. Mm, I beg your pardon. Sorry. Scott Hall. RIP gone too soon. How did he eventually do it? I didn't even see. Oh, you didn't see what happened. So Scott Hall, some would know, NWI Wolfpack, uh, late 90s, if you're a WCW fan. What a time to be alive. Scott Hall, um, he passed away late 60s. Had a, I think he was having hip surgery and then just had a triple heart attack after hip surgery, which I... I don't think it's from the hip surgery. I Where are his hips? Yeah. <laughs> well, after leg drops and shit, they're probably next to the heart. You know, yeah. it's like Hulk Hogan the heart, got shorter over the years from doing those leg drops all the time. Got Maybe. an ingrown toe. Uh, got that cut out and nicked my heart. <laughs> Maybe he sat down, sat on the operating table, went yeah. to lie back and, yeah, his hip bone got pushed into the ticker. Those types, some of them do have... Like, you know, their ventricle, their little uh, capillaries are the size of arteries. So yeah. that could be a problem. Yeah. I mean, if, if um, Ronnie Coleman, if he got hit by a stone from a whippersnipper he's walking past or something, got hit in the wrong spot, he could he could bleed a lot with those veins. Ronnie Coleman. I don't know. Status mm. arrested. So I imagine these blokes are slightly the same. Either way, RIP, watch out whoever we're mentioning on this episode because we're on a bit of a roll. Yeah, I've got a lot of messages saying, can you do a land larrikins on Scott Morrison, please? Which is... Uh... <laughs> well, I And actually, know. hey, I might put it up on the Insta uh, a couple of days ago. Seven years ago mm. uh, this week, we ran into Prime Minister at the time, Tony Abbott. Oh, yeah. We got a photo with him doing a thumbs up to annoy everyone on the internet, and it worked. Didn't it just? <laughs> Especially your Melbourne fans. Goodness gracious. I told you, my, my wife was the harshest critic. She wrote, cut your fucking left arm off before you come home. With a foot in each uh, side. There you are, playing it. Mm-hmm. You and your gun-toting right-wingers <laughs> oh, close God. to your heart. And then also, I oh, know Melbourne, please love me. <laughs> I'll wear a black T-shirt and black jeans. I'm a yeah. thinker. <laughs> um, man, this week, the Adelaide Live episode we're about to play went all right. Don't know. Yeah. Don't listen to it. I don't listen to podcasts, at least of all my own. Um, and uh, this week we're doing a live Canberra podcast bumper episode at uh, Smith's Bookstore. If anyone's in Canberra, get on down there. This Sunday, Arvo. Yeah. Get to midflybrawl.com for tickets. Canberra, then we're not on the road again for a little bit. So Canberra, this weekend, get along. We'll see you there. And again, thanks to everyone that came out in Adelaide. Remember, we had a few tech fuck-ups at the start which is weird because the venue door and tech hire came to $30. So you fucking get what you pay for. And uh, yep. in the future, I'll be sure to just get absolutely smashed by some middlemen to make sure oh, there's sure. no feedback. Buy cheap, buy twice. Conrad's had to work double time to get this done. So, you know, all comes out in the wash, doesn't it? Before we get stuck in, though, Heggy, this week, this week um, unless it's a vagrant, I don't know why your background is a fucking car. Uh, normally it's the house of someone, mm. but this one is a car. I don't know if someone was sleeping in the car. Well, no, you can't see what's happened to the car. Black and white photo, yeah, the car's been shot up. Yeah. Um, ever seen a car look like this since the sun at the Long Island Expressway in um, The Godfather Part 1? 
Well, I'm surprised you didn't see this very car in a trophy cabinet in your school. Oh, Julian Knight. Yeah, dumped down at wonderful, beautiful Hoddle Street in Melbourne. Um, Westborough Baptist College graduate, <laughs> fellow alumni. Westbourne Grammar School, one of the, uh, is the only detention I ever received in my high school career was uh, there was a, one of those days where they bring pers- uh, pers- perspective. Yeah. Student, fuck, I've been up since 3.30. Students around the school and um, I heard one of the parents say, has there been anyone famous come here? And I was walking past. I was in year nine, and I said, "Yep, Julian Knight." Sick. And uh, <laughs> and future me should have added on to that. <laughs> two of the best, two of Melbourne's <laughs> finest peas in a pod. Just two blokes killing it around the city. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> gracious. Let's, All right. Let's get, let's stuck in, get mate. in. And again, enjoy the episode. Thanks to everyone that came out. To the live show in Adelaide and Canberra. We'll see you this weekend. Cheers, mate. See you in Canberra. Oi. Yes. Oh. Adelaide, Adelaide, Adelaide. Oh. Welcome to Mid Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Thanks very much for coming out, everybody. It's uh, nice to see you again. We were here last year and back again. Uh, it's always good to start strong, I reckon. Come well, out of the gates flying. Mine's not on now. Fuck! Well, everyone pretend this didn't happen. It's not going to... It's like when you send a jury out and go, no, nah, you didn't hear that guy say he did it. you got to fucking... The, All right. You know who I feel bad for? Conrad. He's going <laughs> to... First couple of minutes of this, he's going to shoot himself. That's a... <laughs> oh, that sounds... That's all right. Can everyone hear us? Is that going to be... This will be recording through there at a decent volume. <laughs> who knows? Because I can hardly hear that our mics are on. I just Oh, this is good. We've got sounds. Ric Flair. But there's no sound in here, is there? Yes. A little bit? Okay. Sorry, but I'll just talk. Should I talk louder? Well, fuck. Why start now? All right. (laughs) You've gotten away with it for this long. Anyway, uh, we'll (laughs) we'll just put in some candle after (laughs) as we came on. Been a pretty good time in Adelaide this week. Thanks for having us. Uh, yeah, we've been having an all right time at our shows. Ripper fun. All right. By the way, how good's uh, a two thirty a.m. Schnitty roll? Schnitt burger. What's the name of that joint? Just in the middle of the city, they've got an actual grill. It's got going. a real. It's got a real service station feel to it. It's big grill. Big grill. That's it. Yeah. Big grill all night. Real good. It's great petrol station with no petrol. Yeah. Big grill. What their thick shakes were a little thin, but other than that. <laughs> Good joint. Which is why um, Higgy grenaded it back through the window and we had to do a runner. <laughs> but <laughs> it's uh, been fun. You know what else we've been doing? I don't know if I want to admit we've been we've been going to a sauna slash um Cold pool? Yeah, cold pool. There's, you all thought um, I was gonna say something sus, but it was it's cold pool. Yeah. yeah. There's but we've found no heaps normal here, so we've just had to drink real beers and then fight it off using a heat cold water combo. Mm. Every morning, and um, Bad time. for some reason, every time we go in the sauna, just some real fuckheads come in. Yeah, every yeah. Uh, it might be us included, but everyone that no, has been in that sauna, it's hundred percent he him for a start. That's not a good. <laughs> yeah, and they they're not fucking right. Like sauna <laughs> blokes generally aren't like solo. Well, anyone solo for too much, they're no good. But like in a sauna on your own all the time, yeah, you're not a great bloke. Uh, a bloke who we hadn't said anything to, I said, I uh, just got a call from my wife before to Heggy. I said, Lucia called and, and this guy said, mate, got a stash fund? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I said, what? And he goes, man, when you're paying child support in 10 years, you'll need a stash fund. Just put some money in that now. You'll be sweet later. <laughs> <laughs> I, go, I don't know what you took out of my wife just called before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would imply that within 10 years I'll be paying child support. But oh, maybe yeah. it says about more what I look like. Yeah. <laughs> It's just that group uh, ball and chain think sort of thing when you see a bloke like you, you're on it. Uh, looking quite special though, mate. You even ironed your shirt. In I do, a hotel I've got a like shirt a on. Fucking nerd. I've got a shirt. I don't know if anybody's ever been ripped off with a shirt before, but a couple of years ago, I don't know if I've told it on here, I was in Brisbane and I got to go to the AFL grand final. But when we moved up to Brisbane, because we we're going to Brisbane, I didn't bring any pants or shirts. I just Why brought singlets you? and Speedos shorts. Speedos and a yeah, singlet. Good to go. 
and a fucking can-do attitude and a couple of shuckers. So I thought that would get me through <laughs> until we got home. But um, day of, they said, Nick, for where you're sitting, you're going to need a shirt. And uh, my son was two at the time and I, I took him to Maya and I grabbed a bunch of shirts off the rack and I tried this on and he had a fucking proper meltdown. And I went, well, this is the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and I got up to the desk and the lady scanned it. Could see my kid having a 12 out of 10 tantrum. And she said... That'll be $180. For a fucking one, for one. And I went, well, I'll be not getting buried pack. in this. No, <laughs> not a seven days in Rio shirts. <laughs> <laughs> one shirt. So now I vow to wear it as much as possible to get the cost per wear down. Yeah, fair enough. Fuck I'm wearing it to my 40th, 50th. Yeah. I won't and make 60, but. And it's, al- and it's already broken. The top button doesn't do up. Is <laughs> it? <laughs> All right. So um, anyway, we'll get stuck in, mate. Pretty good this week. We got uh, we made episode one hundred and six. That's what this is. So they said we'd never make it. We made it to one hundred and six. <laughs> if you if you reckon you can cast your mind back to October twenty six, nineteen eighty six. We're yeah. dealing with a cold case here. Um, this is old. We time, figured out the rules, by the way. It's. Earlier than 2000, it's cold case. 2000 to 2018, it's harp. Yeah. Then after that, maybe the TMZ one. Dum, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's fresh. After that feels like it's just today. Um, <laughs> Thai Airways flight 620, Bangkok to Osaka via Manila. You've been to Bangkok? And, uh, oh, you haven't been to Thailand, have you? No, I haven't been. I won't be. <laughs> <laughs> never. You'll never go. Absolutely not. I mean, in a lot of recent events, I don't want... My, <laughs> not even a poorer can out there. <laughs> I, I just don't want my family having to deal with the you know three immortal words died in Thailand. Yeah. Um, later on, that's the one thing I'm leaving them. I'm not leaving them any cash, but I'm not leaving them an embarrassing story of. <laughs> you know, did he? What's he I, on the Thai Viagra? Did he have too many of those cans of fucking mini Red Bull? <laughs> I don't know. I'd just rather not them have to deal with that. I reckon you could leave a can of VB in front of any Thai villa and they'll yeah. know you're just leaving that for an Aussie that died there too soon. <laughs> Anyone, any villa, just pick one. Um, you know, I have heard that a night there makes a hard man humble. No, nothing shows Bangkok though <laughs> better than, uh, than this. Um, it's an incredible city. There's a, well, yeah. It's go incredible to Bangkok. You Bangkok. should go. Yeah. I ate a no. scorpion on the same night I saw a budgie fly out of a lady. <laughs> Don't tell you that in Lonely Planet. <laughs> Smoked a, a cigarette, um... not with the mouth. Oh. String yeah. of razors, a goldfish followed oh. by a budgie. Yeah. Yeah. Big night. Fucking... Weirdly, the budgie threw me off the most because I, I had a budgie at the time and I was like, you've gone too far here. Yeah. You've crossed a line. I mean, the same people who go and watch that would be the same ones who'd protest elephants being mistreated in circuses. You're like, fuck, we're doing it to people. No, well, not me. I rode elephants the next day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking huge. I'm not going to hurt them. Um, for me, nothing showcases Bangkok better than like a lot of your mates have uh, they've banded together to make a UK show called Bangkok Airport. And it's exactly what you think of a UK reality show, just dead shits with stupid chab accents displaying their IQs without having to say an exact number. You just fucking, you just fucking know. Did you? The, pom- the Poms do all of our shows better. And like border security, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They do it better because when the people on our shows think they'll parlay that into a fucking maths appearance followed by... Yeah. Sell some detox tea. Oh yeah, no, theirs are just no. This is a whole lot of my life. This is <laughs> this is it. Um, I got a bit of the pom at BKK. Oh, is it home? What do I need to do now? Uh, your girlfriend buy ticket for you, and then okay. send this ticket to your email. Your email. Angela, uh, you're gonna you're gonna have to book me a ticket. <laughs> right, I've just. Angela, I've got one up here on internet, but I can't be, I can't pay for it. You've got to you, you've got to buy it, and then email when it when it comes through a document. You're gonna have to email that document then to here. It's fucking that, but for an hour <laughs> per episode. It's amazing. Like I watch you know one, what? and it's excruciating. I it's don't just, reckon Angela's going to be able to email it. 
Nah. This, I've just got a vibe that she's not great on the computer. Oh, fuck. It's just a pack of fucking losers. Could just put his email address when she books the ticket. He doesn't even know that. Yeah. Send it to our house, then you send it here, yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's not how email works, mate. But it's just like send, it's, send it to you. It's well past the time that adults just sorted shit out. Nothing's anyone's fault. What a <laughs> fucking time to be alive. But, um... <laughs> Given the, given the two, like a bit of a warning, today's episode deals with things that happen in a non-English speaking country. So there's, there's going to be some mispronunciations, which is incredibly racist, obviously, but also, well, we're just going to have to live with it somehow. But, um, <laughs> this flight was heading to Japan, home of many great things, not the least of which is the Yakuza. Sick. Which, uh, yeah. I'm sure everyone's aware of the Yakuza gang, uh, featured in many 80s films. In America, when they yeah. got sick of Russians, they chucked Japanese and South Africans in there. Um, Yakuza always think Sonny's inside. Yeah. Love well, it. The, all black, black shirt, black jacket, black pants, black Sonny's yeah, inside. Know. I don't think they've got a uniform, but there's a sort of overarching theory, I've thought, with that all organised criminals are clever because they're fucking successful and they eat dinner at midnight and shit. Like, it's not... <laughs> This, I mean, that winds through all facets of society. Like thinking rich people must be smart to become that way. The, the amount of gang members of some description have managed to blow themselves up is, uh, or just fuck things up royally in general. It's unreal. I got stuck into this. It's, uh, it's really good. Many, By many way, examples. You, you went to Japan, didn't you? Yeah. When you were younger? Yeah. You didn't go for a job? I, I didn't go there to get a job, but while I was there, I thought oh, I'd better get a job. It was like even rice was expensive. I was like, fuck, I'll be out of here in a week. <laughs> On my budget. How so, little yeah. did you turn up to Japan with? Oh, thousands of dollars. But uh, just stuff's ex- – it's really expensive. Yeah? I've yeah. never been. I was living in shit. I was eating eggs and rice and still – I went snowboarding. That was good. But then <laughs> <laughs> I see where you've blown the budget. Yeah, I blew, <laughs> blew it all there. <laughs> I was in a 24-bed hostel room eating caviar like a king. Yeah. yeah. And- <laughs> um. The uh, there's a good there's a good example of some people fucking up their gang related stuff actually here an Adelaide one I don't know if you people remember but on on uh, February 11 2010 <laughs> oh oh hold on in uh, here we go just in, had to remember the new rules in working class Enfield Adelaide at uh, <laughs> for, is someone from Enfield. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. At 5.20 a.m. I, uh, I do love a stopping halfway through a yew. That's a, that's a holding on to a sneeze. You'll shit yourself. You've got to let it out. You can't go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad for the brain. There's a, um, a member of the New Boys Outlaw Gang was sleeping soundly when... Can I, I mean, guess? I don't know about this gang. Yeah. Boys got a Z on the end? No, not the way I saw it. Should do. No. Sounds like a Christian school otherwise. <laughs> the new boys yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, scary a, just a new batch um, <laughs> and when a, a member of the Hells Angels and another miscellaneous drug dealer were, were about to pay him a visit that time of morning probably a cup of tea and a crumpet would be my guess but um, <laughs> no they had, a, they had a bomb with them uh, just sitting in the centre console of the hire car oh fuck a late model a late model Holden Commodore <laughs> Do you so, sign, uh, up, sign up for full insurance when you pick up the hire car, knowing you're going to transport a bomb? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll go comprehensive here, mate. <laughs> they, uh, they, got, they got 30 metres from the new boy's house and kablam, took oh. the roof off the car. Oh, see, convertible. I like squ- it. Fucking <laughs> pimp my ride. The um, bomb squad robot came out. Big deal, even for Enfield, which is a perfectly rectangular suburb from what I saw on the maps, which... <laughs> Just the way Mother Nature intended. <laughs> um, to the north of Adelaide City. Does everyone know Enfield? Or am I talking gobbledygook? Yeah, okay. How is it? How would you judge it? Oh, wow. Yeah. No good? Rough. Yeah. Mm. Well, no one's shocked with this story, so it can't be great. You know what I mean? No one's well, going, oh, not in Enfield. Place has gone to the dogs. But Sapol has a has a neat interactive map that you can you can fart about with on the website for information the rolling average crime rate for each suburb and uh, I got into, I got right on that <laughs> and you your fucking tabs murderpedia well, I, know, I know very little about Adelaide geography but Enfield's going pretty well with over 300 crimes this year small suburb well, years t- young yeah very young in march good effort 
Anyway, for this incident, like Dawn, one neighbour. Sus- are they are they all, are they over three a day? Yeah. Fuck. They're not all violent. Like it's not all violent. It's you know it's doesn't have to be. It's still, I just mean, good. crimes. That's a fucking wide scope. Oh. A lot of dobbing and shit now. But oh. I don't know. They're not, are they counting graffiti and yeah, 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 throwing everything. bricks at cars over an overpass? Yeah. Oh. There hasn't been one Bit murder. Of teenager this year. fun. So huh? I'm, I'm probably Trump. There hasn't been one murder in Enfield this year. Oh, so there we go. whatever. <laughs> um, one one neighbour, Susan Jones, whose whose get whose bed got moved in the blast. Um, she saw some smoking debris, which uh, landed near her place. So she went out to have a gander, just her eyes a bit for the dawn light. <laughs> and what she thought was shrapnel in the end was one of the gone too soons. Oh no! One of the oh sorry, one of the lads <laughs> right outside her house. Like a rainbow fading in the twinkling of an eye. It'd be good if he had a puff of smoke one for that. Like a, like a yeah. Um, That's know. bad, you know. Oh, is it a bird? It's a. Is it a plane? No, no it's, it's just that one of the boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the, the whole incident for me, though, proved positive. The Commodores never too far away from a crime. Oh, oh, man, I, I told you the other year on Triple M in Brisbane. Triple M. Um, we interviewed the head of homicide mm. and I said, because I can never just be serious in those fucking things, I said, who causes more crime, Holden or Ford? And he went, Holden, hands down. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By Didn't an even... absolute mile. <laughs> Didn't even blink. Holden, bang, lock it in. Pretty much every crime, there's a car involved. Not like... I know car people. They're not. It's not my thing. Fucking hate cars. But like, when you know one, you know because they've got really colourful clothing and shit. But they they talk you through cars and they try to make you interested. Yeah. Okay. They they say what sort of models Commodore yeah. they've got and stuff. The only model I know is stolen. That's a, <laughs> that is such a common two word phrase in the paper. Stolen, stolen Commodore. Stolen yeah. Commodore. Um, <laughs> my my favourite is one that has the number plate. Mm. They've got the the number plate that just has the type of vehicle on it. Oh, yeah. So it's like, look at my Monaro. The license plate's Monaro. Yeah. You go, well, you just wasted three grand. <laughs> it says it on the badge above it. <laughs> <laughs> um, later that day, the filth have arrested an associate of the men at a Mano Para West address. Honestly, these people stand a fucking chance. Mano Para as a suburb, that sounds sus enough, but West, that's a kicker. That's a... <laughs> In fact, <laughs> you said nothing good happens in something west. Oh, it never has. <laughs> Paris West. Yeah. Bad part. <laughs> in fact, I looked on the map. Mono Para West is considerably safer than Mono Para in terms of serious assaults. Um, although, if you want to live slightly north uh, in Mono, Mono, Para. Pa- Mono Para Downs. Fuck, well, it uh, tricked me. There's, yeah. <laughs> I would not have guessed that. No, I would have gone north heights or waters. There's, there's only, there's been only one serious assault this year. It looks a bit agricultural to me though that joint, but it might be the square nature of the fucking suburbs you've got here <laughs> that looks like fields. Um, this associate that they've gotten, he had 17 cannabis plants and some explosives at his joint. I'll tell you what, I've said this before. I'll say it again. If two of your close mates blow up at 5 a.m., sending a flurry of neighbours into the street in their pajamas. <laughs> Then by six AM, you need all of the contraband removed from your fucking house. <laughs> oh, just yeah. get Start it out. Start flushing. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, how boring's that neighbour where bits of a bloke are flying over the street? She's yeah, like, yeah. "It moved my bed." <laughs> How'd you even know it? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> it's literally raining men. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> You've noticed the beds moved, you yeah. loser. <laughs> um. Well, that, that brotherhood shit's never been that healthy, has it? Men only clubs, that sort of thing. But bit like what modern par- podcasting gets lumped into. <laughs> you know, people go, it's just another two fucking white men doing a fucking podcast thinking they're funny. A bit presumptuous in my eyes. You think you can tell all that from listening to an audio format. Get <laughs> fucked. So, couldn't, and, and it couldn't be much more voluntary to listen to. So that goes for all complaints for that matter. Um, <laughs> have a think before you act. You're still uh, dealing. It's it's gotten out of control. I got a complaint last You're... night. Oh, did you? Yeah, like on the website. What, yeah. Oh, they paid. 
No, no, it's free at the moment. COVID. I like to give a bit back to the society. (laughs) Did they fill out the minimum 200 words? No. Uh, No, it's it's multi-choice. If anyone wants to fill out a complaint, I'm getting some pie charts together to find out (laughs) exactly what upsets people so much about voluntarily listening to stand-up comedy. (laughs) Um, I've got some multi-choice questions. It's on my website. (laughs) Fill out a complaint form, please. Um, So Yakuza, anyway, generally Yakuza will cut off a bit of their pink Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Finger, do you know this? No. To, for, to present to their immediate boss, this is this to atone for previous sin. If they do something bad again, got to cut off a bit more till the oh. finger's gone. It's a ritual known as Yubitsumi, and it's to make you more reliant on your gang because you can't grip a sword as well as you could if your pinky was intact. It's fucking barbaric, isn't it? I'd rather um, if I'm getting someone in my gang, I want them, I want full healthy. fingers. Thanks, yeah, I don't know, yeah, just it's tell weird. me you're sorry for whatever you did. Yeah. <laughs> you reckon he's got a draw? The I don't boss? Think... Just chucking him in. Pinky finger tips. Oh. <laughs> I don't think common sense prevails in gangs. Imagine wanting to be along a fucking club. Like I've... That's why I quit sport. It's gross. <laughs> um, the, main, the main Yakuza clan, the, like the Yamaguchi Gumi, started out as a dock workers union. And, yeah. uh, like most things, paving the road to hell. It's. Um, one of the largest criminal organisations in the world, 8,200 members as at the end of 2020. Uh, the usuals, uh, things, activities <laughs> they get into, extortion, gambling, racketeering, construction and real estate kickbacks <laughs> and stock market manipulation. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, it has... Fair effort for some dock workers. Manipulating yeah, the stock market. That's fucking good. <laughs> well, a f- fucking handy pair of fists and a saw can manipulate most things. <laughs> if you want to. Um, membership's been declining steadily since the, since the heady 1990s when they fish in pop culture and movies and shit. Um, as the enemy far more than now. Still around now, but they split into factions like most things. Good stuff fucks up and they, you know people get greedy. Um, they've been banned from handing out sweets to children on Halloween. Can you believe that? Wow. Because when bad bastards or anyone for that matter give out free stuff to kids, it's never free. No. It's like those bikies with toys. You know, the bikies yeah. used to give toys out and it was fucking laced with meth in the eyeballs of the dolls <laughs> or something. <laughs> something. There's something. Yeah, nah. You're fucking you're fat drug dealer with a beard. There's no way yeah. you're doing something nice for that no That Christmas reason. ham's got a shiv in it. Watch out. <laughs> anyway, the incident. Better get stuck in there. Oh, yeah. I, um, the fairly unremarkable three-hour, 45-minute flight from Manila to Osaka Everything was going swimmingly until it was near Osaka and uh, a member of the Yamaguchi Gumi went to the rear toilets and uh, soon after there was an explosion that ripped a hole through the floor of the plane. A few Guinness uh, before getting on board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never have airport sushi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad time. The, um, <laughs> the plane pitched violently, injuring 62 passengers. Although there's wide scope for interpretation there. Other people's pupils turn to S's with vertical fucking lines through them when there's a <laughs> some sort of, oh, it's, you know, plane moved. I'll better get some cash <laughs> out of this plane or large corporation making a claim. Um, like that all, I'm all right, Jack Larrikinism doesn't get a look in when there's an advantage to be had. You go, Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Actually, is, is this a legacy carrier? I've got some invisible injuries. <laughs> um, cough up, you bastards. So the, the rear pressure bulkhead was ruptured. There's a big Ooh. hole in the cabin floor. That's uh, not good. Emergency. That's not like one of those trains you can shit out of. No. You know, oh. <laughs> on a plane, no I good. Think about that. I've, on a train, pissing onto the tracks, bit of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I can I'd see s- the ground. Oh, this Doing a big deuce. I don't know if I should say. Didn't you? Oh, I. What did you do on well, your overnight train? I don't know, man. I don't want to. It's, you can it's not say it. Nice. I think you should say it. Well, yeah, I don't know. People have been on trains in Africa. They're not great. And. There's just a hole and uh, out to the side, but I was, uh, desperately had to go, and I was I was 
in there and the train stopped while I was in there and that's when like just outside a village where kids come running out and selling food and shit <laughs> the windows and it's just you know coming <laughs> So. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, Should put that on the World Vision ad. <laughs> People would send five a day, I reckon. <laughs> Clean up Heggy's mess. <laughs> so this plane ride has had an emergency landing at the very airport it was heading to. No diversion. Pretty sick. Pilot Amphol Ploimika has had an absolute blinder here. Where's his fucking Tom Hanks movie? Like, yeah. Sully Sullenberg had zero grenades on his plane. Hero. <laughs> Amphol yeah. had no time to contact ground control. He just had to deal with it. Didn't yeah. kill any birds. Fresh in his mind, though, would have been the JAL disaster from the previous year. And uh, to, I don't know if anyone remembers, 1985 JAL, fucking massive plane crash. You must have seen it. Air um, crash investigations. Which yeah. one? It was the worst single plane accident in aviation history up till something else. Um <laughs> <laughs> It was, a, it, was a, it was a similar sort of rupture in the rear bulkhead situation and a, the plane just ploughed into a mountain in central Japan. And uh, the result of that was 520 new ghosts were available that day to help their living relatives make clay pots <laughs> while, while molesting them from behind at the same time. <laughs> As is the major plot line in your favourite movie, Ghosts. <laughs> which you recently parodied in one of your Jeffrey Thing Must Go efforts at flogging off coffee for Hillsong. We don't want to keep hitting you with the rainbow line from the Michael Jackson song, so we've grabbed some other bits. Like a comet blazing across the evening sky. <laughs> Gone too soon. Oh. Like the loss of sun. <laughs> Have you got 520 different ones? <laughs> so, um. How's this? Oh no. Couple of switches up, they've gone too soon. They've gone too soon. We're going to go to karaoke tonight and just do that song. Really bring the mood down. Um, tie Flight 620. By the way, the YouTube comments on that, you'd love. It's just on. people telling sadder stories about funerals that got played at. Oh, right. Yeah. I've been to one. Like they're trying to beat each other. Yeah. My nan died. And you're like, Nan, my son, that wins. You go, fucking oh. hell. My aunt, oh, Jesus Christ. They're just yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. one-up each other in the YouTube comments. Yeah. And then somebody will say, MJ can sing. Yeah, yeah right. Well, you've, <laughs> you've missed the theme here. <laughs> come, with a, come in with a sad story or fuck off. <laughs> Fucking agreement. Like just just one-upmanship victimhood. What a, what a world. Um, plane fell from 32,000 to 6,900 feet. Whoa. Real quick, blew at 62 miles off course and followed procedure. Unlike the JL one, kept his cool. Didn't start squealing and jumping on a chair or something stupid. Trying to speak to God or turn on anything. Just did the fucking job. Um, That's a fair drop. Yeah. 26,000 feet. Whew. You're feeling that? Yeah. It's uh, for, I don't know. Keep your seatbelts on. Um <laughs> What had happened in this instance, though, was an unidentified male member of the Yamaguchi Gumi was on the plane having a few shandies, a bit of a tibble, a um, <laughs> couple of drinky poos. He had he'd taken an American-made pineapple hand grenade and uh, it found itself exploding in the waste chute. Wow. On, like upon approach to Osaka. Pineapple, that's the nickname, obviously, due to its appearance. Um, has anyone handled hand grenade? Pretty Man, sick. I've, been, I've been on a plane with two crates of them. Doing oh, yeah. the gigs for the troops, going from Afghanistan to Dubai. Yeah. And uh, they said, anybody who wants to listen, you're on like a military aircraft, there's no walls, you're just seeing wires and stuff. Mm. And they said, anybody that wants to listen to music for this four-hour flight, you can't because there's two boxes of grenades and we're worried about Bluetooth headphones. So that was a fun four hours. <laughs> just sitting there going, is this where it ends? Well, so m music can surreptitiously remove a pin from a hand grenade. <laughs> so yeah, I'm worried. Maybe they were just fucking with us, but yeah, they just don't want to see yeah. you enjoying yourself. <laughs> so it's, uh, the, M the MK2 frag WW2 designed hand grenade. I was I always found it fascinating that uh, it's more of a WW1 concept of a grenade arriving in your trench and you pick it up, chuck it back. A lot of arms got yeah. lost doing that. Yeah, 
But um, bit of old school hot potato. I wonder what you'd do. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> I wonder what you'd do if that was the case. Would you back yourself? Use your use your right arm. Let's face it, like normal people, and, and chuck it. Get a long, <laughs> get a long throw in, or your less favoured arm, just in case you lose it, and then you can still do shit with your life later. Oh, you lose your throwing arm. Fucking bad news for the rest of the time, I reckon. Lose yeah. the other one. Who gives a fuck? It's fine. <laughs> but I, I think if you're holding it up there, it's not just the arm you got to lose. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hold it. You get rid of it real quick. Um, I just don't want to die looking unco. <laughs> <laughs> he went out with no valor, Mrs. Cody. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look like an absolute goose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, before these complaints, so I know some people are left-handed, fucking freaks of nature. Let's <laughs> take it easy. We used to tie your arms behind your backs back when men were men, make, try to turn you into normals. <laughs> now that's gone. You want fucking attention. Anyway, treatment. keep um, smudging your pen and uh, yeah. have fun. <laughs> uh, anyway. Would you, but I'm... You'd love to be in a trench just with someone you hate mm. and the grenade comes over Yours. and you grab it and just roll it down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he jumped on it. He's a hero. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> when, this uh, is where we lost everyone. Friendly fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when officials got on board, right, they, they were convinced it was some sort of mechanical fault with the Airbus A300. But uh, then people <laughs> talked about an explosion. They figured it out. The Osaka police didn't want to talk about it at all. But some investigators, yeah, cash. But some investigators blabbed, and then two theories emerged. Uh, there was a gang war theory because the yakuza had bought the grenade in Manila to be used against the chief rival clan, the Ichiwakai. In um, I don't know if everybody knows this, but in 1985, the Yamaguchi leader was gunned down outside his mistress's apartment. That's a bad look. Um, <laughs> since that, there were 36 slain yakuza in revenge attacks. Pretty quick sticks. Gun control in Japan quite strict. Traditionally, even more strict than your saviour and hero John Howard instigated here in 1996. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I'm not the one with the One Nation, Rallo. After, we just oh, found yeah. this out. <laughs> What's the bloke's it's, name? Peter yeah. Heggie. Your mate. 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 Well, next time you're down there, give my regards to Uncle Pete. Um, <laughs> um, did I tell you about the boat? I went up to, when I was living in Brisbane, went up to near Bribey Island mm. and w- went for a swim. It was a beautiful day, like 28 degree day. Water was perfect. Guy gets in. There's a whole ocean. He just walked in next to me. Yeah. You go, fuck, this is no good. It's like when someone empty urinal comes up and pisses next to you. Yeah. You go, oh. About to hand you a flyer. <laughs> comes in in an orange One Nation t-shirt. And oh. I'm like, oh, fucking, here t-shirt we go. T-shirt in the ocean. One of those. Yeah. Sun smart. Yep. <laughs> Or well, massive. He, he opened with a nice day, isn't it? You go, mate, it's perfect. Beautiful weather. Water's mm. warm. He goes, enjoy it now before the fucking Chinese take it. Ah, here we go. go who's at the beach thinking that? <laughs> <laughs> who's angry paddling out? <laughs> Won't be ours for long. <sighs> well, I mean, sucky blokes like that don't have guns. And, and you know, we we're, we're quite lucky here when that happened after the uh, – after the horrible, appalling massacre in Tasmania, for everyone, anyone hasn't heard. Mm. And I know it's not really the time or place to address this again, but yes, Nick, it did happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, anyway, um, <laughs> Japanese gangs, they used to get all their guns from the Philippines. Like during, during Marcos's reign, pretty easy to flick cash around and make stuff happen then. Uh, first nine months of 1986, police confiscated 1,228 Yakuza handguns. And there were rumours these guns were stolen from Marcos's palace in the moments after he fled to Hawaii with 90 of his family and friends and a shitload of cash Sick. and jewels, only to find that his former great mate Ronald Reagan had distanced himself from Ferdinand. He was uh, still allowed to live the high life, though, in Hawaii for a few years before he oh. became brown bread, R.I.P. Oh. Ferdinand Marcos. Gone too I soon. Well done. Fucking such a downer. That's it's. They just switched it up there. Okay, he's changed it a little bit, but still. (laughs) Sounded like such a great idea at the hotel room. We get we get like six gone too soon to interview. (laughs) Fucking bad, isn't it? Um, 
<laughs> so the, the lads, the Yakuza lads, they started favouring hand grenades around this time of the plane That's incident. That's a big leap. Just for a bit of a laugh. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised we don't hear more about grenade attacks, really. They're easy to conceal. Fucking lethal. By the, by the way, was there nothing that tipped off anyone at the airport there when that bloke's rocked up with 90 family members? I don't think he's coming back. Oh, no, that was private. It was like helicopters full of with crates of cash and shit. Oh, like a sick. proper yeah, despot, wow. despot fleeing. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That was in the same way, those blokes. Um, I became a little bit obsessed with accidental grenade detonations. <laughs> and it's pretty good. It's, I must say it's clearly pretty much exclusively Eastern Bloc activity with a dash of Deep South. Um, <laughs> they share a lot of interest, those two groups. Um, Rocky on, Four. But yeah, <laughs> they've reconciled that with their love of grenades. Um, a bunch of online videos of grenade fails. There's oh. a real fucking Russian feel to it. Mate, here's a great one. This bloke was showing nothing better than a YouTube t- tutorial on how to uh, hold a grenade safely and then you just fuck up your own video. Mm. <laughs> now, the best part, there's two voices there. The first bloke doing the tutorial, the pin falls out, then his finger slips and he goes, fuck, just throws it into an office behind him. There's a big explosion. Then his mate comes out and from the office and I assume says, what the fuck was that? <laughs> And there's there's heaps of them. There's there's so many of them. Really good. I um multiple times I watched a man accidentally unpinning a grenade in his car. Oh, like in in Russia again while talking about the features of the grenade and the look on his face. I mean he had he had two seconds and he used them pretty wisely. Like to, <laughs> fucking amazing in the Ukraine just to keep things balanced in these troubled times. That's a that's um, an open field activity, I reckon. Oh, fuck. if you're showing off the features of a grenade. Cold outside there, though. You want to sit inside to do oh, your for... grenade tutor- tutorial. It will get temporarily very warm. <laughs> In, um... It's going to be cold up. again when the, when the cars are convertible. Um, four young men in a car in the Ukraine were arguing about directions. They had been drinking quite heavily. Um, not a great idea for a grenade owner. Um, <laughs> One of them got out to go and get directions from a stranger and the other three remained in the car arguing until the bloke who owned the Soviet-era grenade just pulled the pin out. <laughs> and that's when you enact Plan B. <laughs> Unless you're in the middle seat, you're fucked. Which, frankly, I've, I haven't occupied a middle seat in the back since I was the smallest kid. Like, don't fucking do it. Always window seat. Yeah. Never never the middle. Never. Not doing it. No, nah, fuck I had a mate who was a taxi driver and he was like... People do runners on him, but he had gout. He wasn't chasing him. He was 50. <laughs> and and he's, he broke a bloke's leg because of that once. He just drove off while they were all trying to get out. Got oh. into shit, but they they go, oh, no. They were trying to do a runner. Fuck him. Oh. Middle seat dude. Yeah. Probably the most innocent of them all. <laughs> <laughs> Broken leg, poor little fella. Um, <laughs> anyway. Oh, another, an American one, just to, again, to keep this balanced. Charlotte. Charlotte, sorry, North Carolina, not Charlotte, uh, at the Fancy Flea Antique Mall in January 2021. Wow. Someone bought what they thought was an inactive uh, World War II era pineapple hand grenade. Wow. Fucking wasn't. So, <laughs> this one's a bargain, though. Yeah. Oh, you man. You buy one that you don't think's working, that's going to be cheaper than an actual one, surely. Well, always look for the little hole in the bottom. If you're buying grenades from antique stores, <laughs> they've. They drill a hole. It shouldn't be heavy. should have a hole in the bottom. You can look in. It's hollow. But uh, this one wasn't. Uh, next thing you know, Wooshka. 12-year-old boy played with it the next day. And uh, Oh, no. We shouldn't be celebrating what's happened there. But what a, what a fucking stupid idea in a stupid state, even for the USA. Fucking hell. Um, Do I need what I think I need? Oh, yeah. Like a sunset dying with the rising of the Seppos, they are obsessed with war memorabilia. Like you must have some yourself, some replica guns and stuff from your time. <laughs> Fuck off. From your time loving army stuff. So what? My my only memento from those Afghanistan trips is a sick photo of me and 
the Fear of Flying Boys and Sean Woodlands. Uh, host Comedian and a band. Fucking, uh, your hobby is shit, by the way. Get the yeah. plugs in. Always be closing. Um, <laughs> we're, just, we're all in armour and shit outside this uh, camp and they're taking a photo of us and I, I put my hand in my pocket. I just down my belt and unzip my trousers and put a couple of fingers out. So from a distance it looked like <laughs> – and they, it got through everything, and that was that photo was in the Australian RSL magazine oh, the next month. Sick. One out to everyone. Oh, the best. Like you've got to zoom in, but have a look at this. It's great. They'll it's let like, you march on Anzac Day for that. <laughs> the Larrikin Brigade. <laughs> so all, all this Ben Robert Smith stuff, I'm, I'm sort of looking over my shoulder too. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this, I told uh, you, you know where he fucked up. Yes, I do. He, he buried the hard drive and kicked the bloke off the cliff. Wrong order. Oh, buried the bloke, kicked the hard drive off a cliff. Oh, okay. What, yeah. What was on his hard drive? Heaps. Don't know. He put it in a lunchbox, and apparently, allegedly, allegedly, um, had a lunchbox in his backyard with a hard drive or a USB drive on it. So he wanted stuff. to get it back at a later date. Yeah. Didn't destroy it. No. Okay. I'll tell you where he fucked up. Accepting an award. What are you Target <laughs> on your back. Don't ever do that. <laughs> you don't see good blokes taking Order of Australia awards. They know. Father <laughs> of the year, that sort of shit. Just fucking take it easy. Yeah, nah, man. People would be looking for shit I'm doing wrong. Like, you'll be like father of the year or something for Melbourne soon enough and... And just wait till you're down at the supermarket talking through gritted teeth at your children. Someone takes a photo. And you're like, fuck, wait till I get a bit. Someone will record that. <laughs> then you're fucked. But if you don't accept the award, it's all right. So um, word to the wise. Uh, so uh, this, uh, this exact route, Flight 620, was the source of 90% of illicit drug seizures in Osaka Airport. So um, fuck yeah. the first theory was that the Yakuza bloke got spooked that he might get caught with the grenade. So on approach, he got rid of it in the toilet. Fucked it up, kablam. You know, you know sometimes when you chuck something in the bin and embarrassingly it just sticks to your hand or something, you miss. Like a packet of chips with a bit of chewy on oh. or something. Fucking bit like that. <laughs> but much higher stakes. Like oh. throw, throw it in the toilet but the pin gets stuck on your yeah. pinky or something. You're, oh, fuck. And that's it. Well, well, I'm embarrassed. Yeah. You reckon that's that? <laughs> oh, I feel like a real goose. <laughs> the, uh, the second theory was that the bloke – uh, wanted to commit insurance fraud, getting a sizable life insurance policy for himself and then nobly blowing himself up so his family would get some cold hard cash for his efforts. So, you know, I don't Why know. Why do you have to take everyone else out? A bit selfish. That's what they do sometimes though, isn't yeah. it? I don't know. You're clearly not thinking straight. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> I'd, whatever. You might as well. If I'm going out, I'll be, there'll be a couple of headlocked strangers with me. Um <laughs> There were, there were reports he'd been heavy, heavily drinking on the plane. He was heard saying loud enough for other passengers to witness uh, that he was insured for $1.2 million. Us oh, dollars. that's never good. I know. Never yeah. talk about that. And he said, if I can make money, I'll do anything no matter how dirty. Sounds a bit like someone I know. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, Love coffee though, guys. You know, it's... So he's gone, this he's gone. is coming from the bloke who made you enter through the gift shop. <laughs> Catch everyone off guard. Oh, yeah. Speaking I'm surprised of that. you don't have a, a big fucking coat. You just go, you want just, any of this? Yeah. <laughs> I've got pencils. <laughs> I do have pencils. If anyone's interested. <laughs> got other merch too. If anyone's interested in a uh, very limited edition Larrikin Island shirt, we were swapped out. It's like a sunset scene, very tranquil. We swapped out the palm tree for an airborne jet ski. Um, see if after afterwards got limited sizes here. Didn't bring many, and this is a fucking problem. Let's talk about this. Like you, we went to Sydney with a bag full of shirts. No prick touched them. And I had to walk home with a massive bag full of shirts. Bring a few here. They're nearly gone already. Mm. So, Makes you think, doesn't it? Uh, plus, there's no one here of a size that some of those size shirts are. Yeah, like those. Which is an incredible shame. thing for a it's town a with for your town. four 24-hour bakeries. Yeah. <laughs> we thought, bring the 3XLs. Yeah, I don't know, man. I do love that your kid, what, is your, what are your children doing with the 3XLs? Just laughing mostly. <laughs> like, both of them got in one. Like we couldn't fit it through the door. Like it's that, you'd, you'd hold it up to a doorway in our joint. And you, that's it. Like if someone fit in that, they wouldn't get in our house. 
It is fucking massive. I don't want to be, you know, I'm not teasing. It's fucking huge. I'd, I've never met, let alone seen someone that that would fit. Like maybe on Jerry Springer or something. <laughs> like not in, not in real life. I've never seen someone in real life getting about that that would fucking fit. It just seems insane to me. Yeah. Like the full size picture. <laughs> Looks about this big. Looks like it's... <laughs> Anyway, I can't stop thinking about Sorry, it. Sorry, mate, you've spilt a little Air Jaden on your 3XL there. Um, yeah, so he's uh, he's gone in the rear toilet. Minutes later, there's a blast. I reckon it's a selfless insurance fraud myself. Mm. Bit of uh, jisatsu for the Japanese enthusiasts. That's a word for suicide. Oh. Yeah, um, but a noble one. Uh, one of, of all the injuries, he went the worst. The blast put a hole in the floor. Of the mm. cargo hold, and he fell into it head first. But two oh. of his mates, they ran down, grabbed his legs, and hung on. Until oh, like a movie! Yeah, sick, just like it. And then the suspect, he admitted he was the last one to use the toilet, which is a concept at the crux of most of my fucking household investigations. <laughs> <Who's>, <laughs> who was last in there? Yeah, <laughs> can just see your son's feet through the bathroom floor. You've destroyed that, mate. <laughs> um. He had to have steel grenade fragments extracted from his body. Oh. Yakuza don't have their own surgeons like the mafia seemed to do in the movies. Yeah. Um, and he, he told the porkies at the hospital, oh, yeah, but that doesn't mean I know anything about an explosion. Well, that's he's hanging <laughs> on to that. The only bloke with grenade shrapnel in him. Yeah. I, oh, man, I don't know. I reckon you should have to say, like, Hippocratic Oath needs a bit of relaxing. They should go, look, t- cough up the info, fuckhead, and then we'll fix you up. People would blab way more readily, save the taxpayers a lot of money on juries, etc. Well, you start putting fingers in open wounds. Yeah. Bit of info. Tell us what, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a pencil, like a 10-inch carpenter pencil, straight in. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I don't know what I'm doing here. The, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I know nothing of the Japanese tabloid journalism industry, but surely it was a case of queuing ups and that was some number two jokes. Oh, I couldn't tell you. Like, for tabloids sure. fucking love this story. Yeah. Especially in that era. Uh, the airplane, it was repaired and put back into commission. Nah. I don't like that. No, thanks. Just, it should be blown up totally. Yeah. You know, like a child seat after an accident, they just snip the fucking belt, <laughs> stab the seat, go, don't ever use this again, rip it up in front of you, probably burn it. Like, should be more that. But- yeah, I told you, that air crash investigation is my favorite. The Air China flight that just tore apart in the sky. Yeah, they hit fixed the, it. The little, little tail strike, got some alfoil out, glued that over the top, good to go. Mm. Ten years later, it went, nah, just opened up like a can. Well, that's the, that's the problem, isn't it? When you buy a car, you can tell if it's been in a prang. It's a bit wonky. But you don't, I don't get a walk around of a plane before I get on it. Like they're just a hole in the floor. Just fucking alfoil it up, nice thick carpet, good to go. Ticking time bomb. <laughs> no good. Anyway. You should be able to check the plane. Why can't you check... Like I've, I think I've brought this up before. You the think, pilots. I want to know the pilots. I want to know. You think there's you should time be able to get some stats. That. You think everyone on a plane should be allowed to do an inspection? No, no, no. Even just stats beforehand. Just give me. Let me know if it's better. Oh, the history prank. of that actual plane. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cheaper flights. Well, I, I could explain to you the economics of flying in these modern times, but I don't <laughs> think we've got time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to work. There's, there's too many fuckheads. It's not going to fly. It's not going to go. At all. It ruins everything. Yeah. Too many fuckheads. Um, I mean, it ruins everything in life, but we've, we actually have to get out of here, I think. We're going to get booted. There's, uh, there's I don't know. I, don't know. I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you if anyone's still here, in fact, by the audio. Um, well, that's I'll, I'll finished. <laughs> Which I should is have another, known from that big musical number you ended on. Yeah. And the fucking jazz hands. <laughs> I'm finished. It's another term I hear a lot from from my bathroom. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Hey, if I cut up six, we're playing six. Is that the sixth? That is the sixth. I can tell by that. <laughs> oh, no. I would have walked out if I was sitting in this. I'd, if I wasn't the furthest from the door, I wouldn't be here listening to that. <laughs> So bad. Um, anyway, we're here for the next, for, I don't know. I'm, oh, I'm here, here tonight. next week. You're here all next week. I'm here next much. week. If anyone wants to come in to my show, I could use some bums on seats. It's a bit grim.
during the week. But uh, anyway, thanks so much for having us. It's, uh, it's felt, you know. Fuck, there was some ups and downs. You know what? Next time, instead of cutting a Michael Jackson song into nine parts, I might check to see if the mics will feed back into the speakers. Yeah. But <laughs> the fuck, I've got priorities, man. That's Already. funnier. <laughs> Imagine not that, but smooth audio. Fuck it. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, give it up once for Nick Cody, please. Oh. Thanks very much for having us. And one more time um, for your mate, Luke Heggie. Thanks so much, Adelaide. See you next time. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.